0: I like big butts and I cannot lie You other brothers can not deny that When a girl walks in with anybody around thing in your face you get sprung, sprung. You Hey Josh I have a question for you stuff. Yeah Speaking um, of hooked and I can't stop staring. Smoke booties Did you see what Queen is doing on its next re-release of its album Like Queen the rock band Queen the rock band This got me thinking about it they have taken – I don't know. I can't hear you all of a sudden. Are you still there? Are you there? Yeah, there we go. They have taken Fat Bottom Girls off their re-release of their, of their record. I guess they want to make it more kid-friendly.
1: Hmm. Like their greatest hits?
0: Yeah, I guess they're re-releasing a greatest hits, and they're taking Fat Bottom Girls off of it. So
1: have we reverse canceled Queen yet or <laughs> –
0: I'm like, ah, really? I mean, Mama just killed a man, put a gun against his head, pulled my trigger, now he's dead, and we're worried about fat-bottom girls you make the rockin' world go round? I mean, who's making these decisions right now? Nobody.
1: Nobody with uh, any sort of business sense.
0: Uh, Welcome to our... Three of the Plank Show right here on the Home of Sooner Fans, the Ref Sports Radio Network with Josh Hummer. I'm Chris Plank. Hey, we've got the top five stories of the day coming up here in mere moments. We're at Riverwind Casino as we are on Fridays. You've got REO Speedwagon coming up on September 8th, Chicago on September 15th as the show place is back open and rocking. Tickets are available at Riverwind.com or in person at the box office. Or you can pick up the phone and call them at 405 322 6, four, six four. Are you ready for the top five stories of the day, Josh?
1: Allen? On a football Friday, giddy-up. <speech> it's time for the top five stories of the day. Brought to you by Newcastle Casino. Newcastle Casino, where real gamers play. Let's
0: go, man. I-44, exit 107, Newcastle Casino, online at newcastlecasino.com. Big story number five. Number five. I don't know how to put this, Josh, but since Matt Mott came on this program, this OU women's soccer team is absolutely unstoppable. Final score last night in game three of the season Oklahoma 8, Arkansas Pine Bluff 1. The Sooners 3 0 start is their best since 2009. When OU opened the season 4-0. And the 18 goals through three games the most in program history. Now, I'm not trying to have our show take credit for this incredible success. And maybe we should point out that the season hadn't even started yet when we had him on. But in the exhibition game against Nebraska, zero goals. In the three games since coming on the Plank Show... Fifteen our sixteen goals. Just saying. Sunday in Birmingham, they take on Samford, and it's not just it's not just soccer that is getting underway. Oh my gosh, volleyball is here as well too, volleyball, and uh, they've opened their season at Ball State. I'll get that update coming up in just a minute. Everything has just started to freak out on my computer. I don't know what just happened, but it's looking at me, and it's giving me a dirty look. It's like, who are you? Why are you touching that button? Get away from me. Wow. This is not going well. Um, all right, here we go. Here's the update from last night. The volleyball team in its opener fell, but they'll be back in action tonight. Are you ready? Oh, wait, hold on a second. Pause just a second. The opener is this morning. They're in action right now. They're trailing. (laughs) I was like, we're not losing yet, are we? They were trailing in the third set. Oh, they have rallied. They're up two sets to none. 15-13, looking to sweep Gonzaga. All right, so Josh here, let's clean up that mess. Bulk that whole conversation about volleyball, where I was trying to slide it in by clicking a link, and my computer looked at me and said, go away. OU Volleyball starting the season off hot. They're up two sets to none, and... Just took the lead in the third set over Gonzaga.
1: Yep, looking good. And then what? The double dip today, Purdue-Fort Wayne later on this afternoon before uh, Ball State to close up the Ball State tournament? Use that
0: second tape. That was much, much better than the first one. All right, um, soccer, volleyball, off to great starts. Big story number four. Number four. Speaking, Josh Helmer, of off to great starts. Our high school football coverage kicked off a great start to the regular season last night on krefsports.tv. You heard the Union and, and watched the Union Westmore broadcast. Union won that game 49-7, while Bixby took care of Union 42-16. to We've got a busy night tonight on the Ref Sports Radio Network. Edmond Memorial is at Moore. That's tonight at 7 o'clock. Deer Creek is at Edmund North at 7. Edmund Santa Fe is at Jinx. That's at 7 o'clock. And then Noble and Piedmont at 7 o'clock as well. You can find all the information and all the games you need at krefsports.tv. And where are you, Josh? Are you getting uh... – Norman North doesn't get started till next week, so are you getting your last Friday off before the, uh, before the crazy starts? That's
1: right. I will be in Casa de Helmer just uh... – flipping back and forth between football games tonight. I can't wait, dude. It's so cool. What uh, it hit me last night too finishing up volleyball over at Norman High and then you go home and it's crazy. I mean, we are broadcasting Bixby's one of the powers in the the country and Westmore Union. It's pretty awesome what we've built at TV. I'm not typically in the business of patting ourselves on the on the back too much, but man, it is pretty awesome all of the high school sports that not even just football, just week to week that we've got on kref sports.tv it's pretty amazing
0: Mm, i love it i love it all right big story number three number three josh two games in the nfl last night i'll just get you a couple of highlights since we know we know we love highlights we love the play-by-play around here first the steelers decided to go with their starters the falcons did not robinson in the slot inside
1: pickens pickett with a blitz coming, picked up by the back, throwing down the near sideline for Pickens. Catches it inside the five-yard line, and he's tackled at
0: the one. What a play by George Pickens, and what a pass by Kenny Pickett. Oh, cut it out, Billy. You gotta be kidding me. You gotta be here to believe what you just saw. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I guess that's uh I guess that's pretty good. All right, I'm trying not to you and I talked about this what last week. Even though the Raiders are looking really good in the preseason, I'm trying to adopt more of a you philosophy whenever it comes to the preseason. So I'm taking absolutely nothing from that Steelers 24-zip win over the Falcons. But I've been pretty impressed with the way Kenny Pickett has looked this season, uh, this preseason. Right? He looks like he's in pretty good control right now.
1: Well, and you can take from that that, uh, yes, George Pickens will once again be a very talented football player in the National Football League.
0: He looks good. He looks good. Yeah. By the way, over-under bettors were sweating it last night. I think the number was like 29, and it was 20. Actually, I'm sorry, 33. And it was 24 zip at the half, and then neither neither team scored the rest of the way. Uh, the, the other game, Eagles and Colts. Now, the Colts won this game 27-13, and everyone is freaking out about Anthony Richardson, uh, doing the Eagles celebration when the Colts scored a touchdown. But how about a, ho- a former Sooner hitting dirt again?
1: Dan Arnold, the tight end, comes back to the near side. Mariota gets it off to Sermon. He's into the end zone. Cut kind it, of yeah. stumbles into the end zone, but he lands across the goal line, and the Eagles score first. Uh,
0: yeah. uh, Trey Sermon, touchdown. He's on the bubble. He's on the bubble. If they don't trade, For Jonathan Taylor, which it doesn't look like they're going to, he probably makes the team. If they do, he'll he'll probably get cut. I forgot Trey Sermon was at Philly until we saw him last week. Uh, Okay, two other quick NFL notes. Can I interest you in Aaron Rodgers' debut on the NFL Network at 5 o'clock on Saturday night in the Snoopy Bowl or no?
1: Oh, I'm in. Yeah, yeah, I'll be, uh, I'll want to watch a little bit, yes. Mm. okay snoopy bowl again maybe the greatest name for a rivalry in sports that's terrific
0: <laughs> and it's called the snoopy bowl because apparently that is the uh, that is the mascot of MetLife. just in case you were needing a little side conversation during the game hey do you know this uh guess what they call it the snoopy bowl because so there's that and then You see what the Arizona Cardinals did yesterday? They traded Isaiah Simmons for a seventh-round pick. They traded a starting tackle. And they traded for a guy that might have been cut by the Browns in Joshua Dobbs to apparently be their starting quarterback, Josh. Now, I understand tanking, but don't you try to be a little bit sly about it don't you try to be a little bit sly about the fact that you're tanking and not just trade everyone right before the
1: season starts? <laughs> Normally, but uh, I mean, what what has happened in Arizona where this thing has unraveled so quickly? I don't know. Kyler's injury. Yeah, I mean, we're not Maybe. that we're not that far removed from Kyler being regarded as this. Young rising star in the league. And I still think he's got mm-hmm. a chance to be a, have a great NFL career. And yet, they're basically ready to totally retool everything it looks like. Well, first of all, I don't think Steve Kime did that good of a job.
0: You can put him on every single uh, media entity and he can blame someone else. But I don't think he did a very good job. And then, uh, number two, I just think they want to hit the reboot. I just think they want to hit the reboot. So Caleb Williams sweepstakes? I think they're the leader in the clubhouse. And I think that, you know, I don't know if Isaiah Simmons was going to play a lot with them, but I mean, Josh, you got to get more for a top 10 pick. I think he went number eight in the draft, but you got to get more than that in order to, in order to trade a top 10 pick. They got a seventh round
1: pick for him. That's just ridiculous. Somebody somebody could wheel and deal, get Kyler Murray, and feel really good about it. Yeah, oh, no,
0: absolutely. Absolutely. I, I would feel that way. I would feel that way
1: 100%. If the
0: Raiders got Kyler Murray, I'd be on cloud nine.
1: Oh, yeah, man. How could you not? Yeah, exactly.
0: All right, Um. big story number two. Number two. Oh. So I've got – well, actually, big story number two and big story number one go together. Number
1: one. Number one.
0: Number one. Because I've got a ton of college football news with week zero combined with the University of Oklahoma. So what do you say I do something wild and actually stay on the clock, Josh, and when we come back, we'll pay it all off? We've got Mike Gundy's depth chart. We've got Michigan's coaching plan. we got a quick preview of the games this weekend. And we've got Oklahoma entering game week. It's all coming up right here. Big story number one on the Ref Radio Network. I don't think this cuts. I think this is, this is before it. Gosh, what a tune. Had you ever heard this one before? No. no, You don't have to turn it down. You you can crank it up. Because you gotta hit the hook on this one, Josh. I'm doing everything I hate on radio, by the way. Um, Let the beat ride, but hold on to your hood G. Because now that I'm rich, so many women wanna be with me. Come on, man. (laughs) Oh, man. The paperboy, how his career never took off, never at. I'll never understand. No, hold on. Oh, we got to hear the hook. Come on. If we're going to play it, we at least got to hear the hook. And what made this a great tune, because it's more than, I guess we have the FM in, we got the FM in Norman, 99.3 FM, so that, you still have that. Here you go. Yeah. Yeah. So go I, got it, I got it good. I don't remember any of the words here, but here it comes. Josh, there's a hook to this, and it's a jam, and it's worth it. Trust me. Well worth it, right? Huh? Come on. Well worth it.
1: Ah, it's a bop, ladies and gentlemen. A bop. <laughs>
0: Oh, man. Welcome back into the Plank Show on the ref. Uh, it's, it, we're not changing formats. Don't freak out. We're not going anywhere. Like the billboard says, we're here. But for me, Josh has allowed me to pick the music today in honor of my class reunion this year. I'm a class of 93, so I'm an old man now. So I'm going back home for my 30-year. I uh, I have stayed in contact with zero people that I graduated with, so this should be fascinating. Like, I think there's. Zero. I think
1: you're going to have a great time.
0: Zero, Josh, zero. There's already fighting in the messenger group.
1: Oh, really? What What are people upset yeah. about?
0: Right, it's getting pretty heated. Um, there, some people are mad because they've been asked to pay more because there wasn't a, a, a large amount <laughs> of people that signed up. Uh, of course, just, it's always money, isn't it? It's always money, right? And then,
1: I, how much? I'm how, not. How much? Pull the the curtains back. How much is it? Uh, how much did it cost me? How much did it cost me? I think it was like sixty-eight dollars. Oh my god! And people are upset about it.
0: Yeah, I know. I think they, I think they asked a few more
1: people to kick
0: in, right? It wasn't just sixty-eight dollars, like sixty-eight bucks. And if you bought or brought someone to sixty-eight more, you know, so I, there was a little bit of that going on. Well,
1: you know, it, people are making this thing happen. It's not free. You don't just, you know, it is
0: not free. You don't
1: just, you just don't go eat good food and drinks and hang out and everybody's like "Ah, oh, don't worry about it uh so and so from your class has got it i mean it's 70 dollars, whatever
0: i'm starting to realize now that i don't have my pocket cash that i don't even really know if i want to go anymore <laughs> so i think i'll just stay here <laughs> why not hey uh one story real quick that we didn't hit on but was well i, I guess i didn't tease because we didn't really go all in on big story number two you're you like game day? I don't think that you necessarily would consider yourself to be, you know, uh, a start to finish game day guy, right? You don't sit down at six a.m. Uh, uh, and watch the pre-game day Sports Center, and then, in other words, am I defi- defining your game day watching fairly, or are you all in from start to finish? ESPN college game day, I should say.
1: I watch less of it than I ever have before. I think that widening it out one more hour was a mistake and it doesn't it doesn't have the same draw for me as it did as a kid but i still enjoy i i I don't want to paint it like it stinks or i I, it's it to me it's not as good as maybe it used to be and i don't know if that's just getting a little bit older but i i still i still dig well
0: big news there's going to be a new song I guess that they have decided that we are coming to your city has run its course. Here was the announcement yesterday, which actually they announced this right as we were wrapping up the show yesterday, Josh. It's been a great 16 years being the voices of the college game day open.
1: And now we're excited to officially pass the torch. these extremely talented artists we can't say who just yet but tune into espn on saturday september 2nd
0: at 9 a.m to find out so can i just real quick this has become my biggest grinch when we tape anything you're espn you got big and rich or you're big and rich you're on the road plug a freaking microphone into your phone my goodness it's not that hard Get a little adapter. the big and rich. We are very happy. Post practice availabilities. Y'all need a microphone. Alright, anyway, back to the point. I'm not being angry. I'm in a good mood. I just it's 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 science, really, Josh. What do you think? What do you think? Does this concern you now that big and rich is coming to your city? Uh, though, in fairness, they just said the voices. They didn't say the song, right?
1: That's that's right, that's right. Uh, I don't. I would not put this on my uh, big level of concerns. No, oh, <laughs> but I am intrigued right. to find out uh, mm, who enough. and who and what it is. Fair enough. It, it, and it could become iconic, you know. I mean, waiting all day for Sunday night is, you know, to me I, that is sort of a. It's a moment I look forward to every week in the the NFL season, and it's cool when you're Sunday primetime for that. Mike
0: Francesa's take on the Carrie Underwood Sunday night song is something that still cracks me up. What
1: what, what is his take that it stays? Waiting all
0: day for Sunday
1: night. Uh, I'm not
0: waiting all day for Sunday night. I'm watching football all day. It's the dumbest thing I've ever heard, waiting all day for Sunday night. I can't do a Francesa. Sorry.
1: Well, he, and that makes sense, and I agree with him, but he also hasn't been waiting all day for uh, New York <laughs> New York football on Sunday night, so he wouldn't really probably get it.
0: Yeah, nor have I been waiting all day for the Raiders, right? I usually get my team playing in the, either that three, uh, not even the big-time kick, kickoffs are now, what, 315? The Raiders are usually that game that starts at three. It's like, yeah, get them going, get them out of here. All right, a couple of other college football notes. Matt Rule made the media rounds yesterday. He was on the herd with Colin Cowherd, and he was asked, "Who are some of the toughest coaches he's gone up against?"
1: You know, um, and he's not. You know, I don't know him personally very well, but I always thought Mike Gundy um, did more with 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 not as much as everybody else. Never had like the four and five star recruiting classes, but like he was going to find a way to win 9, 10, 11 games every year. And every game that you went into, you know, you thought you were a step ahead of him, and then bang, uh, he, he was a step ahead of you. I think he's one of the great coaches in college. What do
0: you think of that, Josh? Matt Rule calling Mike Gundy one of the great names
1: or one of the great coaches in college football. Well, I do think Mike Gundy's one of the the good, really good coaches in college football. So, and this would be a nice season for him to remind everybody of that, right? Where mm-hmm. you know, Sanders moves on. Now you got Bowman coming over. And, oh, by the way, some questions. Maybe it's, you know, beyond the top one or two at skill position. Defensively, okay, is there a ton of optimism there? Nah, you know, maybe not necessarily. Not really thought to be a Big 12 contender, and then all of a sudden they're sort of uh, lurking there or actually in the mix. So this would be the year where he reminds us that he is indeed a pretty good football coach.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Uh, speaking of Mike Gundy, he did say yesterday that they're going to play multiple quarterbacks, maybe for quite a while, but finished with, I'm not sure. Not sure. Also, his depth chart had 16 oars on it. 16.
1: 16 oars. That's basically the entirety of the depth chart. Yes. I mean, there's 20, 22 spots. Right. Right.
0: Um, I was—I had pulled it up, and I was trying to—I was trying to figure out what's going on with the 16 oars. He's got one, two—he's got three different guys at quarterback. So technically, that's that's two oars, but it's you know it's three guys, right? He's got three different guys at running back. The only places where it looks like they have a set starter is at fullback two receiver positions, three receiver positions, and a couple of spots on the offensive line. There are ores everywhere.
1: Oh, there's an or at
0: quarterback? There's two of them. Alan Poeman or Gunnar Gundy is on there. Or
1: Garrett Rangel. <laughs> it's crazy. True Sooner. Did Riley fill out Gundy's depth chart? You know, it's kind of funny, though, that
0: we say that. That's that's just about every single depth chart right now, right? That's every single depth chart right now. Yeah. <laughs> no one ever feels overly confident about the guys that they're going to put on there. Uh, and then week zero, we'll throw out a couple of picks. You know, I, I don't think we'll quite get to our six pack of picks, even though we could with over, under, and player props. But I, I, we just deal with team and games. But of an excitement level, are any of these doing much for you right now?
1: Games this week? Yes, sir. Uh, I'm curious to see if Notre Dame right out of the gates is anywhere close to as good as I think they might be. So, yeah, I'm I'm intrigued there. USC, you know, I want to be excited to watch that game. And I'm just – I'm not because it's San Jose State. Mm-hmm. And I kind of feel that way about the Notre Dame-Navy game, too. But I guess just the, the history of that game, and I don't know. I, I expect Navy to maybe be a little bit better than San Jose State, and that might be foolish. So, And I kind of know what I'm going to get out of USC, which is, hey, the best quarterback in America and probably not a very good defense. So I, I know maybe a little bit less about Notre Dame, so I'm intrigued to watch them more. I'm
0: so intrigued by Sam Hartman. Is he going to be a... Is he going to be a baller and a dude that at the end of the year we're talking about in the conversation for the Heisman? Or is it just going to be another guy who transferred and kind of got lost in the mix? I don't know. But I sure am intrigued by it. I feel like they've got a good group of skill players. And I'll say this. For... For as much as I've kind of wondered why there's been this big push with, you know, Dan Patrick being over in, in Ireland and having our Fox Sports radio show over in Ireland, I, I guess I should step back and say, hey, it's, it's kind of cool that they're committing the resources to covering this, right? It is kind of cool that they've said, all right, well, let's just, let's see. It helps that Brady Quinn is on one of the shows, <laughs> the former Notre Dame quarterback. I don't know what to expect of Navy, but I will say it's been a uh, it's been an interesting week to see how much talk this this matchup has gotten in in a good way, right? In a good way.
1: How awesome for those guys to get to go work, but to, to be there is pretty neat. No, I
0: I agree. I'm, maybe there's a part of envy and jealousy here. <laughs> All right, we got a break. It's eleven thirty-four. We miss any of the college thing? Oh, you know one thing we didn't talk about that, that I did want to get your take real quick before the break. You know, obviously we had the commitment of Andy Bass yesterday, and then Eli Bowen in the afternoon made his commitment official to Oklahoma. That was
1: that was unexpected. The timing of it, right? Yeah, it was surprising. Okay, thought that it would be Oklahoma. And uh, everything was trending that way, but I don't think – I mean, you can just kind of tell by the uh, immediate uh, or lack thereof of commitment posts Mm -hmm. and YouTube videos. I mean, people didn't – they weren't 1,000% that it was happening yesterday. Mm. And then, boom,
0: Eli Bowen is the Sooner. So not a bad one-two punch, though all eyes will be on Saturday night. Mm -hmm. David Stone announces – and Josh, it's the fun of the announcement. I think has started to kick in for David Stone. Looks like he's having himself a day on Twitter so far. So <laughs> uh, enjoy it. it. You think if things don't go well, it's a uh, it's a take the night off Twitter for everyone or not? You think everyone everyone will just calmly walk away or or or, or no?
1: Uh, no, I would not be uh, banking on that. <laughs> no,
0: Man, I I had heard that the uh, the number that was out there, the number that was out there for Miami. What Miami? Yeah. And yet, I haven't even. Let's see. He tweeted out his OU picture yesterday, in the in the king's chair. This morning, he tweeted out the. The go green with Mel Tucker and family members. Man, everything I hear about what's out there for him for for Miami. It's pretty incredible if Oklahoma still gets this done. I believe though, Josh, I believe. Good or bad, everybody keep your positive hats on. Let's go. All right, quick break. When we come back, we'll hit that Kanippalmeyer Chevrolet text line as we head down the home stretch on a Friday on the Plank Show there you go every every morning on the drive to school
1: and I, I think this
0: came out in 91 right Unforgiven was the jam I where do you stand on the chronological order of the Unforgiven are you more of a 1,
1: 2 or 3 fan Josh Helmer Oh, obviously number one. Okay. Just based I on uh, what you said. i no expert. <laughs> I don't know at all.
0: <laughs> my brother, uh Jeremy, my stepbrother Jeremy was a massive Metallica fan. Massive. He was one of the uh, and he was much younger than me, but yeah, dude. He lived. I didn't really live. I liked this song. I had this tape. I'll tell you how old I am. I had this cassette tape. Um Give me a couple quick texts. Just two quick recruiting things here. I I, I do like this from Cody, and I think sometimes whenever we're in the decision-making process of, like, how involved we're going to be or how much we're going to allow the decision of a, you know, 17-, 18-year-old affect the way that we think and the way that we feel. I'm not trying to get into anyone's pocket here. I just think there's a fair, fair, fair debate to be had. But Cody writes... I unfollowed David on Twitter. I'm not going to fall into that trap. He's going to Miami. (laughs) So, in other words, think the worst, and then whenever and if something good happens, it's like, whoa. And, by the way, that's not what I'm doing with the Raiders this year, Josh. I fully expect. I don't fear the worst. I know the worst is coming. (laughs) So, I'm not trying to liven things up here a little bit. But, yeah, that's that's an interesting strategy right? You kind of look at it and you say, all right, I'm, uh, I'm feeling like, uh, this ain't going to happen. So I'll just kind of peek and see what the timeline looks for a little bit. Brazilian sooner. This is where I need your help, Josh. Well, I always need your help, but specifically here with Eli Bowen's commitment. Does OU still recruit any more corners? This class wondering about Devin Jordan from Tulsa. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, I, I think they are, but, you know, I don't know how Coach Venables feels about that room and the numbers. I, I, I guess I really haven't had a very good feel about how many corners they want on the roster right now, but I. I don't think it would preclude them from still going after one more, right?
1: Y- y- right. Yeah, I would think okay. that they they would. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, they would I take. Would a third. I would think that's that what were. Travis
0: said. Travis Texan said they would absolutely take a third. Um, from the nine-one-eight, guys, the clock doesn't stop now for first downs until the final two minutes. Notre Dame, or excuse me, Navy could really shorten that game. And Navy went for five yards of play against Notre Dame last year. Funny story. Notre Dame, Navy is not just a true triple option team anymore. Have you noticed that? They got a new head coach that's come in, and they're – I don't want to say they're opening it up. It's not like they're going to be a spread offense all of a sudden. But they're not just a – at least from what's been reported, I can't pretend like I've watched any of their practices – but it doesn't look like they're just a straight wishbone team anymore. But Notre Dame's supposed to be better defensively, too. Class of ninety two here, writes the nine one eight. How many in your graduating class, Plank? I think eighty eight. I think there was eighty eight? Maybe. It was small. It was SM all. It was small. I did not come from a very very large school. Um, the 405 writes, I love the 90s music. I'm an 84 guy, class of 84. But 80s are second to the 90s musically. You know, th- just to show how much I usually couldn't care less about music. Like I don't even know years on things. Like, they all kind of run together. I have no idea. You can almost,
1: right? a-, a lot of songs you can sort of just tell the era. Right? Yeah, just by how they sound. I mean, 80s songs have a very distinct 80s feel.
0: I feel like with the '90s though, there's a little bit of everything. Like that Metallica song was from the '90s, but that sounds like a song that could re- be released today. Uh, the rap, obviously, a little bit older. The ra- like, the rap is, I mean, that is, <laughs> that's <total> '90s. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sir mix a lot, Paperboy, uh, the Nirvana stuff that came along a little bit later in the. Uh, I guess I wasn't late. I was right mid '90s, right in the grunge rock side. Pop, yeah, a little bit of everything pop-punk. in the '90s. Pop, punk, always good. Um, We had a big conversation on the show today about Week Zero and what college football should do. And when I say college football, I can't even pretend like I know who the decision makers are. I feel like it's TV. Do so you decide you're going to make Week Zero a thing? And I feel like we had this conversation last year. Are you going to make it a thing? Are you going to blow it up? Is it going to be a big deal? Or are we consistently going to get meh matchups? Or is it going to go away? Um, a lot of different perspectives on this. Uh, and I think the 405 had one of my favorite perspectives. I think you have to go all in. You want to bring as much attention to your sport as possible, given that you have MLB going. The NFL is ramping up. You got to divert your eyes to your promotions. So again, is that, who makes that decision? Is that Greg Sankey going to ESPN and saying, we want to put some games in week zero? What do you think? Uh, We we want to do this. Is that the NBC? Like, who makes that call? That's what I don't know. It's not the NCAA. and I I think I've even said that a couple times. It's not. It's the TV networks. Is it maybe a school that says, hey, we wouldn't mind playing in week zero and getting that earlier start. I, I don't know, Josh. But I do know that at some point, I think it's even on the TV networks too. Let's make a decision: Are we going to make this a big deal? Or are we going to make this something, or is this just going to be a meh whenever it comes to the pre uh, when it comes to week zero? I,
1: I would imagine that TV networks have tried and, and that they want to, as evidenced by you know some of the kickoffs, the Camping World kickoff that we've got, Florida State, LSU. They want more of that, but it probably boils down to. Well, school scheduling those types of non-conference games or the like the Big Ten has done, you, you've got a Nebraska game early each of these last two years and now Nebraska-Minnesota, right? But you need the SEC to get on board with that. You need the Big 12, the ACC. You need these leagues to get on board with that, and if they're not and the schools aren't on board with it, well, then probably it's not going to happen.
0: Jesse G, I like one big matchup, huge matchup in primetime Saturday night that everyone can look forward to and get everyone primed for the first full Saturday.
1: And
0: then one more. I'm out. College football starts in September. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, calendar guy is, is very similar to me. And I don't mean this in a bad way, sir, RMAM. ma'am. Uh, calendar person is very similar to me. To like high school footballs on a Friday night, person to college is on a Saturday. NFL is only on a Sunday. College football starts in September. Quit put it on in August. I like it. I absolutely like it. Uh, And then, and then five eight zero Nate takes us back to OU. He writes, "All I'm asking, all I'm asking, is in one of these first three Sooner games, I want to see a drive." To end the first half, that chews up four to five minutes. Please, just to show we can. 5808. Oh, Some of the things that Jeff Levy has said, I feel like but that, is, that is something there is the potential to see. And especially. I think the side story to this weekend before we take a break and get our picks, the side story to this weekend, Josh, how do the new clock rules affect the game, if at all? Does it have a major factor? Are suddenly we looking up and from a gambling perspective, unders are hitting like crazy? <laughs> or, you know, do we stop and realize, oh yeah, we just have high powered offenses all over the place, right? Is that is that what ends up happening? I don't know, but I'm here to see it. And I do know that that balance that 580 Nate and many of you are looking for has been something that has been talked about nonstop, nonstop in post practice conversations, interviews, things of that nature. So I think balance is, is a big word that we talked about last year. And I think you've seen this team really, really focus on that this year. They're not going to suddenly play slow, right, Josh? It's not like you're going to go out and be three yards in a cloud of dust with this team.
1: No, absolutely not. Let's wrap this show up, shall we?
0: Final segment. Get a couple of picks in for this weekend next on The Wrap. There is a little bit of sadness, I won't lie to you, Josh, that when I bring up a couple of these songs, you're like, wait, what? Who? Who? Come on, man. You never heard of In Too Deep and their one-hit wonder? Back to the hotel? Huh? This is pretty good. (laughs) <laughs> uh, thank you for letting me pick the music today.
1: I, I love his buddy as they're rolling in the vehicle. He's got the Texas A&M hat. Yeah,
0: he's just sitting there. What's funny now is those dudes are now older than me, and they're just thinking they're cool. They are not. Any surprises this weekend, Josh, with... um. Week zero, but really supposed to be called week one. Anything in your mind that you think could shock the people this weekend?
1: I don't think so, man. I I think that probably maybe we could see both USC and Notre Dame look a little sloppy in bits and pieces. But, man, I just think when it's all said and done, they're both going to win convincingly. I think...
0: I think Notre Dame is going to kick the snot out of Navy. I just, I've got a bad feeling about Navy, and I know they're trying to do something different this year, but oof, I just, I got bad, bad feelings on this one, Josh. Bad feelings for the for the Navy midshipmen, and I also, I can't help but wonder. You know, playing this game in uh, playing this game in Ireland, like the challenge of it. You know, just getting there, getting everything accomplished and loaded up that you it's just crazy to me. Um, I I have a I have a lock. Lock me up on Vanderbilt. I think they cover against Hawaii. They'll cover against Hawaii. Alright, Steelman is waiting, standing by, he's next. Everyone have a great weekend. Josh, have a great weekend, man. Enjoy the games. This is the home of Sooner fans. The Ref Radio Network.